You know my name. You know my Yes. Oh, how you walk with me. Know how you talk with me. Know how you nothing like having a conversation with the Lord, being in his presence, just having that intimate time with God. Yeah. So we're waiting for uh, my husband to call in and finish up. Here it is. The message for today. Where did they call from? An inmate at the inmate prison. Praise the Lord. Good morning. How are you, husband? Pastor Copeland. Amen. Amen. It's so good to hear your voice this morning. Amen. I'm, um, Yes, Leviticus is here. He's actually handling the domestic duties for the home right now while we are taking this time with one another. Yeah. I'm so excited for what God is doing in our life. Um, you know, 
just how he has he has placed us in a position to do extraordinary things as you spoke about um, this past Friday morning. Um, and I just thank God for him carrying you and, and giving you the strength to continue forward um, in circumstances that many, you know, many fall out in, you know what I mean? Um, many, many can't make it through, you know, many do, but many don't. So I just want to thank God for that. I'm glad you surrendered. <coughs> I'm glad you surrendered. So, um, you want to tell the people about the the exciting things that are coming? wonderful interfamily community ministries family and uh, everyone else on the web the Lord has placed it upon our hearts and actually placed it in our son's spirit uh, last week to do a podcast um, as we were doing our lives Leviticus said let's do a podcast and I didn't know enough about it he had to explain it to me babe because I was like well what's a podcast you know people want to see the interaction so um, um, he explained it to me this morning and the Lord just said, go, you know, he, that's it. And when, because when the Lord will confirm something, not only does he confirm that, well, what he, the way he speaks to me, and I, I know he probably does for my husband as well, is that he continues to add to it. That's why I know, that's when I know that is God, you know, he continues to add to it. So, you know, he, uh, said the podcast. So guess what? We're going to start a podcast. This is not just going to be Facebook Live because we're going to do Facebook Live. This is hope from with hope from inside the wall. Right, babe? I'm so sorry. Hope from inside the wall. Pastor Copeland is bringing a word from inside Miami Correctional Facility, everyone. Um, I want you to know that there is hope from inside the wall. He actually created a publication uh, a couple years ago. You want to tell them about the publication, babe? Yeah, just briefly, it was a newsletter that me and a partner of mine, we wrote a newsletter that we published in Miami Correctional Facility. Uh, we actually had some people that were writing our stories and writing 
Absolutely. That's the only thing we can do. That's what we are here to do. Um, you know, he put us in this situation for more reasons than for him to be punished for whatever it was that he did. God put us in this situation to create hope for others who may be in strenuous situations. God put us in this situation for women like me. Um, that I can be able to minister to and help and hope, you know, hold to, love on. Um, and so we just, we want to thank God just for this platform and this opportunity because this is not a plaything. Um, this is not a game. This is not for any reason other than being obedient. Because, babe, tell, wasn't I resistant? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Uh, Amen. Amen. And so am I. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to pray. I'm going to pray uh, Pastor Copeland on in for the word that he's going to complete from Friday morning. So, uh, Father God, we just humbly come before you, God. We just want to thank you for being as, as awesome as you are, Heavenly Father. God, we want to first ask that you please forgive us for anything that we've said, done, or thought that was against your will, and we just cast it out in the name of Jesus. God, we just want to thank you for being so amazing, God, for, for allowing us to see your light, God. We just want to thank you for allowing us to feel your Holy Spirit, the presence of you, God, in everything that we do, Lord Heavenly Father. God, I just want to thank you for all of the people that you've placed in our lives to allow us to change lives, God. Because we know that it takes it takes more than just one person to allow us to make an effort that's going to go forth and and go forward to the the, the the masses, God. And I just want to thank you for each and every one of those people, God. I want to thank you for Northview, God. I want to thank you for Pastor Poe. I want to thank you for Jason. I want to thank you for Matt. Everybody who is a part of Northview uh, Church that has that has poured into us, God. That has given us. God confidence 
to know that our little story is great in your eyes, God. And I just thank you so much, Lord Heavenly Father. God, I just want to thank you for Jennifer Thompson. I, I, I mean, these people you're just pouring in my spirit, God. I just want to shout them out and just call into the heavens for them, God. I thank you for Kim. I thank you for Angela. I thank you for my mother-in-law. I thank you for my mother, my sisters. I thank you for the wonderful time that you allowed us to have over the holiday, God. And I just want to, I just want to continue to give you thanks because you, we just we went through the holiday, God, and we thank we were so thankful for the food, God, but we didn't realize for who it is that we really need to be thankful for, God. And you're just so amazing, God, that sometimes we forget just how great you are. God, and I just want to thank you for each and every seed that you've planted in our bodies to give birth to because you gave us a mighty job to be parents, God. So I want to thank you for each and every mother out there on the podcast, God. I want to thank you for each and every father out there on the podcast, God. I want to thank you for each and every person, just period, God. I just want to thank you for them. Now, Lord, I just want to ask, God, that you just be, you be a fence in their life, Heaven. God, I just want to ask that you continue to protect, Lord Heavenly Father. God, I want to ask that you continue to heal, God. Lord, I just ask that you continue to provide, God, because you're the only one who can provide, God, where, there, where there's lack. Uh, hallelujah. Jesus, you can do it. You can do all things. Uh, I can do all things, God, through you, Heavenly Father. God, I just want to thank you for, for the healing that you are that you're already you're already doing in somebody's body right now, Heavenly Father. God, I just want to add, thank you for the cancer that you just erased, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I just want to add, I just want to thank you for the for the blessing of a of a good report that the doctor is going to speak to somebody, Lord Heavenly Father, that had a bad report last week, God. I just want to thank you for being so awesome that you can do this, that you are doing this right now as we speak, Lord Heavenly Father. God, and I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to ask that you can cover each and every man in Miami Correctional Facility right now in the name of Jesus. God, those men who don't know you, Lord, Heavenly Father, God, I ask right now that you show up in that cell. Ah, hallelujah, God. Be a burning bush in the corner, God, that they will see you. They will see the light of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, that you just whisper a thing in their ear, God, that that question they had about you, Heavenly Father, that it will be answered, God, or if it's not answered at that moment, they will find a brother who is connected to you, that, that he will be able to give him a word to change his life, God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, God, for the ministries that are going to the, to the facility to minister to the men, God, the Kairos ministry, Northview ministry, all the other ministries that are going to the facilities, God. We thank you for those people. Those people are taking time out of their days, God, to go minister to the, 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 the men who, who need it, God. And I just thank you, God. I want to thank you for my husband, Heavenly Father. I want to thank you for the anointing that you've placed on his heart, on his life, God. I've seen him change, Lord, Heavenly Father. I've, I've watched him grow, God. I, I see the Holy Spirit just over him, God, when I talk to him. Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for that. I ask that you continue to be that in his life, God. I ask that you continue to protect him in the name of Jesus, God. I ask that you continue to impart the Holy Spirit in him, God. Continue to give him wisdom, God. Continue to give him the word, God, that he can continue to deliver the word. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you for all these things. We bless your name, God, today and forevermore. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Amen. Thank you. Glory to God. Receive the word. 
And in verse 24, Jesus said, Early I say unto you that a prophet is not accepted in his own country. Mm -hmm. He refers back to the prophet Isaiah. Um, you know, when he wasn't received in Israel. So we went off into a condition of Nazareth and why they could not receive the prophet mm. and why they couldn't receive the promises of God, why they couldn't receive healing, why they couldn't receive liberty, why they couldn't receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I started to say, and I started to correlate Nazareth with the condition of the inner city and how it's just a reflection of the inner city. Yeah. yeah. The inner city of this country, the rural environments of this country. Mm -hmm. Or the urban environments, let me say that. The, the urban environments. Yeah. You know, the, the slow deterioration of family values, the economic decline. Um, you know, the mentality of poverty that's infested our communities. This is the condition of Nazareth, where um, there's no moral structure, there's no spiritual principles being exemplified, impoverished and destitute. Destitute conditions um, are inevitable where moral principles are ignored and rejected, and, and that creates a, 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 an environment of hopelessness and despair and depression and addiction, and a level of thinking where people become content with unsatisfactory. All right? Mm -hmm. Unsatisfactory jobs and unsatisfactory education and, and, things, and things like that. And uh, exceptionalism is a threat to mediocrity in these places. And greatness is offensive to those who have been conditioned to settling for average mm -hmm. conditions. And this was the condition of Nashville. Yeah. The last, and I, and I believe, the last, well, go ahead, babe. No, I was just listening to you, babe. Okay, and I believe the Lord is saying that to receive the promises of God, you must receive the promise. Yeah. Lastly, you actually said God will only supply His resources according to our demand for it. Absolutely. That 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 right there, honey. That. Too. Yeah, that was a word right there. That's right. Victoria put hashtag hunger all over the place. That's it.
That's why, that's why that tagline for the company came, is live the legacy that you need, like right now. We, we, we need to live right now. the process we actually only have like we only got like four minutes on this call but you can call back okay then Boston Yes, sir. 
Yes. The Lord, the Lord told Abraham to get out of that area. Yeah. Yes. And I'm telling you, if whoever is online right now, to the end or whoever will tune into the future, can get out of Nazareth. Out of there. You understand what I'm saying? Because there is a mentality there. There's a mentality there that can't accept the blessings of God. Yeah, they yeah. They're not hungry enough. Yeah. Ain't no miracles happening in there. Yeah. Ain't no healing happening in Nazareth. Ain't no breakthroughs going down in Nazareth. Mm, hallelujah, Jesus. Now check this out. God's promises are only conditioned upon our obedience to His word. He said, get out of there. Get out of the negative relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he can't support you, if he can't see your vision, if he ain't invested in what you got going on, you put the hundred percent and he only put ten, get out of there. Crisis. Do you understand? Get out of that negative circle of influence. Mm-hmm. They don't like your good gospel preaching, Jesus, love and faith and make myself anyway. Get out of there. <laughs> Get out of that dead situation, the yeah. dead circumstances, the dead conversation. Yeah, it might sound good for a minute, it might feel good for a moment, but it's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might feel comfortable, but it's dead. Mm-hmm. It's just a distorted sense of security, and it's dead. Mm-hmm. It is blocking the favor, the blessings, and the breakthrough that God was supporting in your life. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Get out of Nazareth. Get out of Nazareth. You must embrace the process. That's what the word said. Leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. That's what the word says. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. That is the New Living Translation. That's a little different than what you said, but that's it. Yeah. Yes, this is amazing. God. And I will bless you. Mm-hmm. You will be a blessing to others. Yeah. Because you know what? That's that's a level of un- of, of being uncomfortable. You know, it's 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 very uncomfortable to to step out. It's very uncomfortable to leave your family. It's very uncomfortable to to have faith in doing something more than than what you've been used to. But God, God does not, he, he doesn't perform miracles in comfortable situations. God performs miracles in uncomfortable situations. He wants to, he, he's, he can only be the one to get the glory. Because if it, if it was easy, then you would say that you did it. But because God wants the glory for it, it has to be uncomfortable. It has to be something that you can't see can happen. It has to be something that, that God says to do that you just don't want to do. God has to push you. He has to push you over the edge for you to understand that you even got wings. Yes. yes. Go. So it was good. So it was good. I was appointed. Ah. Uh, you have one minute remaining. Jesus. Amen. 
Hallelujah, God. Oh, thank Pastor. I, I, man, I, husband, Pastor, I, my best friend, my love. I just, I love this. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, I almost want to do it every day. You know what I mean? Like, if we could do this every day, it, it, it won't bother us, you know, because this, uh, this is good. This is good. So, uh, I, I love you. I love you. I pray. And I pray this word was a blessing. Amen. Amen. It's going to touch them. Amen. Amen. Let's get back to Eden and live on top of the world. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for using GTL. Praise the Lord, everyone. That was a word. Um, I mean, I know that the word was for me because there are some things in our life that um, we need to move on. So that I haven't even told my husband about, but he knows. But we're about to move on. And so I thank you all for tuning in, for tuning in later, however, whatever. I just want to thank God for everybody today. Um, God bless you. Let it, let it go, let it go.